You're listening to The Brian and Gina Show, the official podcast of L.A. Magazine. Here are your hosts, Brian and Gina. Hello and welcome to The Brian and Gina Show, the official podcast of Los Angeles Magazine. I am Brian Bishop. I'm Gina Grad. Gina's got a uh, week off the grid to uh, to disseminate to us, which is very exciting. Always <laughs> nice to get away. Uh, I assume you stayed semi-local? I did. I have a major, major tip for... Oh. Not only Angelinos, but anyone listening anywhere. This wow. fits. This is something I've been staunchly against my entire adulthood, and I've done a complete one eighty oh, or wow. three or three sixty. Yeah, you ended up in the same tour. place. Yeah, in yeah. the same place. I like that. Okay, that's well, we got a big show, big uh, announcement from me, and uh, exciting. Um, I don't know. We haven't done a uh, back in our old in our old iteration of the old show. I would do periodic. Um, uh, medical updates, yeah. uh, and uh, I'm ready to bring one to the show for the first time. Oh, amazing! Let's yeah. should we start with that? I'd love to. I mean, we, we can. Um, I f- if first, <laughs> that's my non-committal watching, way of saying sure. <laughs> if we're if you're watching this online, um, this doesn't happen often. It's definitely my fault. You can set your clock to Brian wearing a collared shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, not so much me. Today, I decided to go a little spunky and sporty with a polo. Brian and I look like we are part of the same weight staff. We've come to your door to sell you uh, uh, Bibles. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So oh, like, okay, uh, like knockoff Bibles, like our version, like this is the oh, real version. Right. Uh, the King Brian Bible. Yeah. Did you know they left chapters out? <laughs> All right, so for anyone who might be new or joining us, why don't you tell us why you have a medical update? Sure. I imagine most people are aware just having followed us over from our previous uh, show, the Adam Carolla show. But uh, for the last 14 plus years, uh, I was I was diagnosed with a brain tumor 14 and a half years ago and uh, have been getting treated for it, battling it, living with it uh, on and off um, for the last 14 plus years. And uh, it's been a crazy journey and lots of people have followed along. I wrote a book about it and uh, it, you know, shockingly to me, it's really helped people and they've responded to it. So I feel some um, responsibility to keep people uh, abreast of of developments and um, you know what goes on because people are invested and I get yeah. I, I I every time I meet a listener whether it's on the street or anywhere uh, generally the first question or included in the ninety second conversation is like how you feeling how you doing these days how you feeling people you know they want to know and uh, I understand that it's not as easy for everyone, uh, to, especially now, you know, we're so much working remotely to uh, listen to podcasts every single episode, every single day. So, you know, they dip out a little here, a little there, they're back in and uh, they don't want to know, they don't want to know what's, uh, what's the latest. Yeah. And just to not to add unnecessary drama, I think this is necessary drama. Um, okay. The the idea of a brain tumor is obviously scary. Just those two words together is very scary. Um, Brian said, hold my beer. And it is uh, in a part of his, I don't know, skull, head that mm-hmm. is inoperable. So at the beginning of this, if you know, if you haven't followed us over, um, clinicians uh, like our good buddy, Dr. Drew said, this is not a good one. <laughs> but you have beaten all of the odds for 14 years. You are you are our miracle baby. It's crazy to be living on borrowed time for 14 years yeah. and to be cheating death on on a regular basis. And yeah, I I just it's such a part of my 
existence that I forget, you know, if you're if you're just tuning in or you and this is new to you, yeah, I was initially given six months to a year when I was diagnosed, you know, fourteen Oof. years ago. And obviously that that's come and gone <laughs> many times over, Multiple which times. which is great news. Um and yeah, it's funny. I was just I think it was last night I was watching uh, Drew sat down uh, with us for an interview for the documentary, nice. um, talking not just, you know, how he met me and, and the diagnosis and everything, but also like his relationship to oncology, to cancer, mm-hmm. how it used to be, you know, when you were, when he was studying in medical school in the 1970s, it's just, you, it, he was like, why would you do this to yourself? Why would you go into oncology? It was such a hopeless right. dead end, you know, like you're going to, you're going to meet people and they're going to die and it's terrible. Right. And how do you live with that? And he's like, you know, it's come so far that he's like, if I was just starting out, I'd probably be into oncology. Like it's such wow. an exciting. So it's funny that you mentioned uh, the inoperable thing. I don't. I don't think you and I have talked about this too much. So you you you've stumbled into an uh, an exciting um, area. So um, there are, my update is is it's mostly exciting. It's it, it's it's kind of scary, but it's all it's all. I think you'll see what I'm talking about. So um, oh, where do I begin? So uh, there, I, I'll just cut right to the chase. A week from. Tomorrow, I record this on Tuesday, uh, next Tuesday, uh, I'm going to have a brain biopsy. And that was what that was explicitly, I was explicitly told by multiple doctors and professionals back in 2009 when I was diagnosed, we, your, your tumor is inoperable. We can't even biopsy it because the risk is too great. If they, it's right nestled in my cranial nerves, which controls everything from blinking to breathing to walking. So to if, breathing. Yeah. If they were to nick one of those, that oh, could be oh, you know, oh, bad, oh. bad news. <clears throat> well, fast forward 14 years and the technology has improved quite a bit uh, to the point where a biopsy is like on the table oh and uh, and also uh, compounding uh, the issue in a good way is that my tumor over 14 years has like shifted ever so slightly into the cerebellum, which is a much um, less risky area to biopsy. It, it's pretty common actually. And so uh, my doctor, and uh, again, this is a very you know specific confluence of events. There's a new medication uh, that just came on the uh, on the market, as it were, um, for brain tumors, specifically for low grade gliomas, which is what I was diagnosed with, that have a very specific mutation, uh, a type one or a type two mutation. One of those two, it's shown remarkable efficacy against these specific types of mutation uh, for brain tumors. They have no way of knowing if I have these mutations because I can't biopsy until right. now. Now they can go in and get a small amount of tissue and see if I have these mutations. So, you know, there's no guarantees, there's no um, uh, promises. But, but if I was, to, if I oh, completely, yeah, if I was to have one of these two mutations that shows just incredible, um, you know, the the. the just, I know I don't read medical literature as a uh, as a hobby, but the little I did read, you know, the the outcome, the average survival rate for people with these types of tumors uh, is like triple or or quadruple what it would normally be with like regular wow. you know chemo radiation. So it's a you know it's it's not a uh, it's not the cure we were all waiting for, but it's a bit of a game changer. And no. you know it's it here we are. 14 years later, my, my father-in-law, when I, when I first got diagnosed, he had like, he was born with like heart 
issue, like, like mm-hmm. a, a aortic valve, you know, we need to be replaced. And they couldn't do anything at the time. This is 1952 or whatever it was. And so they cut him open, they sewed him back up. And in 20, I don't know, 12, he went to the Cleveland Clinic and got this, you know, this crazy procedure done, saved his life or extended his life. Sure. And he said to me, you don't have to beat this thing right away. You just have to live long enough to, you know, for the technology to get to a place where yeah. you know, it can save you. So yeah. maybe we're there. Maybe we're there. It's exciting. It's scary. I mean, I'm, having, I'm literally having brain surgery. Granted, it's a biopsy, but, you know, it's, uh, it, it's, it's exciting. It's scary. It's all those things. Okay. That's incredible. That was just a lot of news. So everyone just take a second, push pause, <laughs> let that wash over you. Um, sorry that this is my first question, but can since we don't know if it's going to work until mm-hmm. it happens, can we refer to it as Schrodinger's cat scan? Oh, that's not bad. Thank yeah. you. I like okay. that. I just wanted to get that out of the way <clears throat> so I could ask the real questions. Um, when you talk about things that are, you know, 14 years into the future, which, you know, 14 years from now, I mean, things just, you know, right. whiz by in terms of technology. I picture this as, um, you know, doctors and maybe a side room controlling some sort of machinery. Is that, do you know if that's going to be the case? It's a little bit of both, as I understand. As I understand it, it's computer guided, which means there is a surgeon working the the, the instruments, but right. he is guided by 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 by. Uh, uh, yeah, lasers or or whatever computers. Oh, that's cool. Um, I see. I, so it's more like like he'll see like the crosshairs or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it's, and so I'm so my procedure is at seven in the morning on a on a Tuesday. I have to get there at five fifteen for all yeah. the prep and everything. It's sure. it's pretty early. Um, but the day before, and actually, actually, I was thinking about this because this may impact our show. The day before, I'm getting an MRI, but I'm getting a special kind. Of, I've had I've had a hundred MRIs. I'm getting a special kind where. They are going to map where they're going to um, uh, point those lasers, the, the grid, basically. And so I'm going to have stickers on my head for 24 hours. <laughs> I think I think they'll be back here where, where the procedure is going to be done in my brainstem, but they may be all around. So I don't know. I'm going to need multiple stickers and I'm going to need to make a request that they're like my little pony, maybe happy faces. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah. Okay. You just see like the little 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 uh, Microsoft uh, finger just yeah. pointing to where the, where the yeah. laser goes. Exactly, and I'm sure your daughter would appreciate that. Totally. Um, so I feel like I've uh, hold on. I'm not done with my questions. Um, okay. What is the what is the uh, recuperation process for this? No, they they don't they no <laughs> no one's been <clears throat> very definitive with me about that, which leads, leads me to believe um, your mileage may vary. Uh, I've been told. I'm going to be in the hospital overnight. Uh, so, you know, they're going to discharge me the next day, which is encouraging. And they say, um, they, some people have told me, oh, you'll be up and around in a couple of days. Uh, and then some of them told me like, oh, yeah, you could be recovering for up to a month. But I don't know what recovering means. That right. could just be, you know what I Not mean? Not driving. Like, yeah, blurry vi- exactly. Blurry vision. I, I have no idea. I'm hoping to be up and around within a few days um, by the end of the week. Uh, because you know, I'm not looking forward to a super sedentary, uh, a week yeah. uh, after I get that done, but yeah, so I, I'm hopeful for the best. That's incredible. Um, you, if we're just going on odds and I know you're a, you, you like some odds, uh, <laughs> with your, um, gambling addiction. I've been known. I've been, how yeah. dare you? <laughs> um, if history tells us anything about you, you do very well with new medicines and new technology. So that's I feel true. very good about this. 
thank you. I feel good about yeah, it too. I mean, great. it's 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 a weird place to be, you know, excited but also a little bit nervous. By the way, sure. if you do, you know, uh, nick one of my cranial nerves, and I forget that, you know, I forget who you are, uh, uh. and we have to start over. It's been nice knowing you. Agreed. And you know what? This would be a nice opportunity for me to take on a new persona. Yeah, totally. Right. Start, start fresh. I'm Hildy. Nice <laughs> to meet you. Uh, yeah, I think this is going to be awesome. I'm sure I'll be talking to your wife because no offense, I talk to her more than I talk to you. And Which uh, is hard to do. We talk for, for a couple hours each week. <laughs> Yeah, this is this is exciting. Um, now you've made me feel like a real a-hole, no pun intended, because I'm putting off a colonoscopy and I'm just going to oh. think, you know what, if Brian could have a, a brain surgery, I can have a camera up my ass. I, 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 uh, I, I had to meet with a general practitioner, which I don't have, by the way. My, my, my oncologist is my doctor. You know, anything sure. that happens to me goes through him. But sure. uh, for the surgery they set me up with like just an appointment with some random GP and he's running me, you know, there's blood pressure and whatever, all the regular tests. And he's asked me questions. He's like, when, when was your last colonoscopy? I'm like, have yet to have one. So I, maybe I'm overdue if you're asking me, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. I think we should have dueling colonoscopies and do the show right afterwards. Oh, oh yeah. Like, and, and we're would... all messed up and compare notes. And we can do the, we can do the, uh, the burger taste yes! test on, on the same episode. You know what? I know you think that's a joke, but I know three, I've taken three people to their colonoscopies and dropped them off. And two of them requested burgers on the way home. Really? So, yeah. Cause you're starving. Yeah. You got to fast or whatever, right? <laughs> yeah. So we, we should put a pin in that for later, but okay. I feel really excited for you. This is really like, this is it. I mean, this is we are, you know, it's going to sound funny to say this in 15 years, but we are, we live in the future. And we it's live crazy. 14 years into your future. Yeah, I mean, and uh, you know, it, it, uh, stepping back a little bit, you're 100% right, but it's uh, it's been a frustrating 14 years because things do move incrementally. It's like evolution. It's like things move very incrementally until there's a leap. You know what I right. mean? It's like, right. like, like there's nothing for 10 years and there's right. something. So over the last 14 years, like when I, when I had a tumor recurrence, you know, beginning of COVID, it was like, okay, we're going to put you on these two types of chemotherapy. I'm like, we're still doing chemo all these yeah. years later. This is the best we can do. And it was so frustrating. Like, is there, is there not some better option? So right. uh, now it's exciting that maybe there, maybe there is. Well, thank you for telling us and, um, you know, let us know what we can do. Uh, you know, I could, I could do a sock puppet if you're not feeling well and just do like a Brian and Gina show like this. There you go. I mean, if Gary's, you know, feeling ambitious, you can just cut up some clips and yeah. you know, respond by yeah, a drop. I mean, I've been talking to you every day for over a decade. I'm pretty sure I could cobble something together that sounds like you. Yeah, if you think about it, you and I have been speaking in microphones for so long, they could take yeah. our, our voices and digitally, you know, have us yeah. read Shakespeare. Yeah, exactly. I just, I want Gary to focus on like, you're right, Gina. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, you know, this is so great. I cannot wait to uh, hear about everything. And we are, we're here. We're Exciting. not going anywhere. Yeah, yeah. very. Woo, okay. Well, how about some so, levity? Uh, let's, yeah, let's get uh, leavened. Um, as the Jews say on Passover. So I'm going to tell you, th th this is this is for the ball tickle from earlier. I was 100% against forever 
the idea of a staycation. I mean, okay. I get it when you're like hanging out at your house and you're like, it's a staycation. But spending money to 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 re- to rent a house or a hotel or something in the area that you live, people oh, wow. do it. Oh, wow. That sounds awesome. To me, I was just like, why are you spending your money? I mean, you could just be at home. Like, I don't I don't get it. You're not in a new location. You're not learning anything. You're new. not seeing the sights. You're not seeing the sights. You're you're you may be going to the same restaurants. You're looking at the same freeways. Why would you spend money on that? Okay. And to and to be honest, I I agreed with myself until my uh, one of my best friends from college. Uh, we have been trying to get together for just a two girls, not a girls trip, a two girls. She and I for literally twenty years. And you know we see each other and stuff, but like when are we just uh, when are just that we sounds absurd. It's true, you know, like oh, are we gonna go to Turks and Caicos? Do you want to go to Prague? These these ideas come and go. Life happens. We finally put our foot down, and she said, "I'm coming to you." Where and where said, is she in the world? She's in New York City. She's the okay. makeup artist to uh, to the stars. She's all the right. one that does all the movies, uh, keys all the movies, and um, she said, "I'm coming to you." I said, "Great." When she said July, I said, "That sucks." Because, you know, we're generally desert people and I'm not going to the desert in July. I'm not insane. So I thought, oh, shit, what are we going to do? So I start looking at places that are drivable and I look at, you know, like Santa Barbara, whatever. I've been there a million times. And I go on Airbnb and I go, you know, let's just see. Because I have friends that have rented, you know, houses that live down the street from Malibu, but like really a kick-ass house for a weekend just for fun. I thought, right seemed kind of cool. So I said, I started looking and I found, I didn't find a house. I found the house. All right. I was going to say LA has no shortage of like kick-ass houses. Oh, I found a house in Malibu, two stories, three bedrooms on a cliff overlooking the ocean with a pool. It was absolute divinity. You must think you must tune into the youtube show right now uh, so you can see these pictures are those is that like rolling fog over the ocean indeed oh, it nice. is brian Every- i'm looking i'm like yeah yeah, yeah that looks right is that corolla's old house <laughs> every single morning it was like a an ocean full of fluff it was it was like I a peloton think, commercial yes and i would think how the hell high up are we like that we're this far above the clouds it was idyllic the house was beautiful this is just this is just one of the many views i mean you know my my friend sarah kept saying i feel like we're in tuscany and then yeah and then with you know with ocean and then the lighting would change i go i feel like we're in bali and it was just it was so scrumptious i don't know how that's awesome that's so we're looking at the backyard that's the backyard that lets out to a great ocean view yes that was that was the I, I don't even, I mean, oh, I, I, we do this for a living, so I shouldn't say this, but I kind of don't even know how to describe it. Go to youtube.com slash Los Angeles magazine uh, videos, youtube.com slash Los Angeles magazine videos, because these pictures or go to G at Gina grad on Twitter and Instagram. Cause I posted a ton, but this was like, this to me was the money shot. This was the million dollar view. And That's what you pay for. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, she flew in across the country. It, I wasn't even going to fight with her. It wasn't even going to be a thing. I said, you flew all the way here. You get the master suite. I'm not even, that's not up for debate. That's right. That, that, that's the price of uh, having to come there. Absolutely. Oh, and by the way, I think it from that picture, you can tell you are so far removed from society. 
no oh, yeah. rideshare or well, cab. Would that's funny here. you mentioned. Oh, really? None. That's uh, funny you mentioned that. Where, so where in Malibu were you? Could you tell? Okay. So I had no context until we went down one day, you know, just to like earth. But um, we are basically. Were you maybe, as far as Pepperdine? F- farther. Okay. Because so we were there yesterday, but we're down with the lowlanders. Oh, please don't even, I don't even want to talk to you. We were maybe a mile or two miles. No, actually four miles up from Pepperdine. Okay. Straight back in to the mountain. Oh, beautiful. Nice. And this particular property uh, had a, vin- a little vineyard, which, you know, you would have scoffed at, but it was beautiful. Hey, and no, you can, you can make a case of wine a year. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> Private label. Exactly. It just acres and it was just it was just outstanding so there was a guest room and i was like i'll sleep in there but then i found a ladder oh uh, there are lofts i found a ladder that goes straight up to like this like the only way i can describe it was like an alice in wonderland nook and i said dibs which was great because we were the only two people there so i don't know if this yeah who are you announcing this to Just Sarah. There is literally a hole in the floor. So there was one night where we partied a little too hard and I didn't trust myself to not fall straight down into the first floor. But every other night, uh, Gary can go ahead and put this picture up. This was the bedroom. This was my view. Oh, wow. And it was in an attic, like in a, in a, in a slanted ceilinged yeah, yeah. nook with a giant hole in the floor. And it was the most gorgeous sunrises. Granted, they were a little early because we didn't have curtains. But um, it was just, this was my view at probably, I mean, truly probably five or six in the morning. So it was a That's little light, great. but it was just. Oh yeah. No curtains. No curtains. And I slept with the windows open. I said, you know what? If a bird flies in, a bird flies in. What are you going to do? Although at two in the morning, uh, one of the nights we did wake up on two different sides of the house. Cause we think a bird did in fact fly okay. in the window. Fair enough. Um, but anyway, it was beautiful. The noises. I mean, it was a symphony of crickets and frogs all the, all night. And I loved it. All day it was bunnies and lizards. At night it was crickets and frogs. It was just, it was, it was outstanding. Um, you were, you were amongst nature. It was, yes. I mean, and yeah, are you going to get something, you know, if you don't close the door fast enough, will some, someone want to scurry in and check out the house? Maybe, but that's kind of on you for not shutting the door. Fair. So every single day we worked very hard. I spent every single day vertical nope horizontal on a raft in the pool and every night that was me every day all day which is why i look like i drained the tank at sea world right now i'm so puffy um all day and i'm sorry this is inappropriate especially but if we were talking about surgeries how great do my boobs look i was gonna say this is a glamour shot yeah yeah fantastic you look like you're modeling sunglasses thank you i had breast reduction surgery last year and oh Boy, I love taking these guys out for a test drive. These low, <laughs> these cheap, inexpensive, low swimsuits. Oh, the best. Yeah, so, it, it opens up a whole new world. Oh, my God. They stay up on their own. So all day was pool and like girl talk. I don't know what guys do when they're alone together, you know, for four days, five days. But it was life. Just grunt, grunt and drink beer. <laughs> That's This was life, struggles, culture politics, movies, just, but in a raft, on a raft, in a donut, like walking myself, like being inside the inner tube, walking myself around the pool, talking about this stuff all day. And then at night, just, you know, gourmet dinners, because she happens to be, oh, nothing of of gourmet home cook, and I didn't do shit. Um, Did you guys welcome any guests, or was it just you two the whole time? 
the last day we said, fine, one of our other really good friends, you can come. No, we did the last day because we really want to have this time just for us. That's what we were going for. But yeah, the last day, one of my dear friends, Becky came up and it was awesome. But because Sarah is also a makeup artist and I wasn't going to rest until I exploited all of her talents. We did full glamour shot makeup for both of us. She did both of us. And then we just went around like taking pictures of ourselves. I have a million. I just happen to think that one's cute. So this I, looks this like way. something from like the, the, the pages of like Rolling Stone or, you know what I mean? Thank you. Vanity That's what I Fair. Was, I told her, I was like, I was going for kind of a Barbie meets Vice magazine. There you go. You know, with like that really bad, I would say LA magazine, but this is not high quality enough for LA magazine. I was going to say, no, I'm dialing it down a, a, a notch or two. Yeah, then this is a little more homespun. Otherwise, uh, I would definitely call it LA Magazine. Um, but yeah, we tried our best to, you know, do some cute shots and we had so much fun. Um, so, you know, that was one of our days. The one day we ventured down, it was so she could actually touch sand because she doesn't live here. Sure. And then, of course, get some lunch at my favorite spot, which many of our listeners have taken my advice, I'm happy to hear, uh, to Malibu Seafood. That's and- right. You had to, you have to high five the lobster before you leave, or you didn't really go there. And yes, that's something I made up, but go ahead and just assume that's a rule. That's lore um, as of now. Yeah, it was, it was beautiful. Um, it was just a beautiful, idyllic time. The only harrowing thing that happened was thank God it happened after Sarah left. Um, we talk about harrowing. We did find someone that would pick her up, but it was, they almost canceled three times. Wow. So we just got lucky because she had to get out of town. Um, I, I called the week effortlessly magical because it absolutely was. So I'm saying, please, wherever you live, there is a great spot in your state, in your area, in your region that you've been dying to check out. But you're like, why spend the money? I live here. Do it. We felt a million miles away. Yeah, it's interesting. I feel like you're in the minority on that one because I I, I, I think we've done like, you know, staycations where it's like, oh, let's go to this hotel overnight that we've you know, always wanted to go to. But what's the point? Because you live yeah. here, you know? Yeah. And I've never been able to get past the what's the point. And I know people right. do it all the time. I wasn't able to. So I have turned again a 360, as they say on Twitter. Yep, yep. And now I feel the opposite way. Um, the only thing I wasn't going to mention this, but the only thing that was kind of hard i really did see the circle of life after sarah left i was like i'm gonna get in the pool one more time i did it was great the second i was about to leave i started hearing like splashing i was like what in the hell is that i moved around and a bird like flew into the pool and couldn't get out and oh. i freaked out and i was like well, i can't just watch this bird suffer so i'm trying to get it like get the raft underneath it finally i'm like what I- i'm looking for broomsticks or something to help it i grabbed my hat my oh, now smart. good thinking yeah my now very diseased hat <laughs> and I tried my best and I'm trying. I mean, I'm sitting, I can't get him in because he's like flopping around. I scoop him in my hat and I, I, I turn him over right onto the, the, the cement. cement and I feel so good. And he literally, you know why they say belly up? <laughs> oh no. Right in front of me. He, he had just, you, you didn't, you didn't perform the, uh, um, <laughs> avian CPR. I thought about it, not mouth to mouth, but I thought about doing chest compressions. This is a diseased bird. I shouldn't, I shouldn't do it, but I tried and it was pretty horrible. But then I was like, you know what? What a, what a psychotic evil asshole. I would have been if I just watched it die in the pool. I had to try. Yeah. You had, you'd have to live with yourself after that. Yeah. I couldn't live with that. So, um, I'll just tell you two quick things after we got home. First of all, all the time in the world. Go ahead. Good. If, uh, if you have a kid, 
that's kind of over you, go out of town for a week. <laughs> yeah, tell me. <laughs> this kid, my stepson, has been my shadow since the second I got back. Wow. Now, you know, it's like I pulled a job on him, like, oh, look at me Wait, when I'm not here. How fun is it? Not so fun, huh? So he's okay. been just been my little cuddle guy. So, I mean, it's sitting on me, holding my hand, just the cutest. We took him for the first time and kind of as a joke um, a couple weeks ago to Denny's. Okay. It is now his favorite oh, restaurant. Made for eight year olds or whatever he is. Perfect. Eight. He's almost eight. He called the waiter over to say, and I quote, with a mouthful of food, these chicken fingers are fantastic. So he's compliments to the chef. <laughs> exactly. So send Denny out here. We've gone like two more times. So he wanted to surprise Andy. Oh, hold on. Sorry. He wanted to surprise Andy by playing Denny's. Nice. So he made a big sign, which I don't have a picture of, but it's a big Denny's sign. He and I had name tags. It said, hello, my name is. And it says, waiter, work at Denny's. Um, he made them. Um, and then he made menus. I have one here. Oh, oh. and you go ahead. Show the picture, uh, Gary. Sorry about that. Um, he's taking Andy's order. Are those laminated? Yeah, we we put tape over them to make oh, them laminated. Oh, I see, I see. He insisted I laminate them. So uh, if you want to know what's on the menu, we have foods, hash browns, chicken, fing fingers, frise, which I think is fries, salad, drinks, icy juicy, because that's what I call the juice that we have here, Diet right. Coke, water, Sprite, Prime, because kids are talking about Prime. Do you know what that is? No, is it a drink? Yeah, the like kids won't stop. I don't know what he doesn't. He's not allowed to have it, but whatever. Fresh Prime squeeze, is. Optimus Prime. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then for desserts, which is spelled deserts, this is my favorite: Skittles, yogurt, and he must have seen this on the actual menu because it says ice cream, and he drew a sold-out sticker over it. Oh, funny. So yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure that was probably like on the menu. That's artist so, imitating life. Exactly. So we played Denny's. He he put a napkin over his arm. He asked if we had tuxedos. So he has a very different perception of what Denny's is. Yes. Yeah, fine dining. Unless like it's a Denny's, like, you know, like in a, a university setting where it's like late night after your formal. Yeah. No, these, this is the Denny's over on Sepulveda. Yeah. That's okay. not the one. So <laughs> we, we played Denny's. We've been playing a lot of Mega Man because that's his favorite video game right now, obviously with Mario. And then the last thing we did, I just have to say, we checked out another drive-in on Saturday night. Oh yeah, I saw this. Electric Dusk Drive-In in Glendale because they were showing our collective favorite movie in this house, Back to the Future. I don't think people really realize how great that movie is. I mean, it's it's beloved, but it's fantastic. It's fa thank you because I was if you I was thinking to myself if Brian goes Goonies on me, no, no. Back to the Future, I'm gonna freak no, out. Back, that's a masterpiece. That's funny because like Goonies or like that's a bad example. Like It's a Wonderful Life is no. beloved. I would not hold that up as like great cinema. Same. But like Back to the Future is both beloved and just a fantastic, <laughs> perfect movie. No, I agree. Although John Mulaney has such a great bit about it. When you dissect it, it makes no sense. And like my favorite is goes, so picture it. This teenage kid in high school has his best friend is a disgraced <laughs> nuclear physicist. Like it makes no sense. Yeah. You have to suspend your disbelief to a degree. Yeah. But it's, it's great. We love, we love it in this house. Uh, we love all of them. The kid loves three. He's like, I love cowboys. Okay. Number three gets gets crept on a little bit, but it's enjoyable. I have no problem yeah. Uh, yeah. with number three. We're a big fan just in general in this house. This was an interesting setup because it was a drive-in. But if you didn't want to drive, you could um, 
you could sit on the AstroTurf up front. And we did that. We were the only ones. I didn't know that that wasn't like a thing. So we brought our chairs. We sat right in front and we had a great time. In fact, um, before the movie, they showed this thing, like a short called like Scribbles to Scripts or something. And it went in depth about Eric Stoltz's um, filming of the movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. If people don't know, he was the original Marty McFly and they shot a number of scenes. Yeah. And that was, I I guess they originally wanted Michael J. Fox, but he had a conflict because of family ties. They started shooting with uh, Eric Stoltz, who was, you know, just in Some Kind of Wonderful with Leah Thompson, one of my favorite movies. And it just, he has had no comic timing. He thought it was a very serious script. He hurt Tom Wilson, Biff. Because he kept pushing him so hard and was just oh, kind of like, physically. yeah, like Tom was like, can you not? But he said Tom had bruises all over him. Like it was a lot of oh. friction on set. Okay. Um, and they finally just had to pull the plug and they they told Michael, you got to do it. You work your day job and we will film nights and weekends. So the guy never slept. Okay. Yeah, he, whole- he worked, yeah he did the day uh, on the TV show yeah. nighttime. That's why there's so many night scenes uh, in, uh, in Back to the Future. That Did you just realize that? You just when you said it, yeah. Yeah, because oh think about God. how many things. Think about how many things. When you you'll take time to think about it, but like how many things take place at night that could yeah. take place during the day, and things yes. that take place during the day don't necessarily take place in daylight, like the school scenes. You know what I mean? The, the in the hallway, like they show a lot of their stuff at nighttime. You are blowing my mind. Yeah. Totally. Oh my God. And then the other thing they said, which you don't really think about when you're just enjoying the movie. If you see a scene where, you know, it's Michael J. Fox and somebody else, but it's just a tight shot on the other person, chances are that was the footage from with Eric Stoltz. Yeah. They're, they're recycled. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So just so interesting. So then, you know, the movie kicked in. We're having a blast. And I also learned there is a Southern California DeLorean club. Because three, <laughs> of course there three DeLoreans showed up at this event, completely fully outfitted oh, as Back funny. to the Future. Flux capacitors. You can see people dressed up as, you know, Jennifer and Marty. And yeah, Evan. yeah. They even had like the jean jacket and the vest inside. Three showed up to this little drive-in movie. So you know what I like? I like that the, Gen- the Jennifer I can see there on the right is uh-huh. matronly Jennifer. She's you know an I mean? older that, woman. Yeah, but yeah. she's like she's like dumpy Jennifer, yeah. not the one at the end of the movie, the one at the beginning. That's funny. Sure. Yes. 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 The one in from Back to the Future 2. Uh, see- I mean, this is this is the the um beleaguered one uh yes. in at the beginning. You know, the car's been wrecked, Biff, as you know, uh taking advantage of them. She she wished yes. she, she's dra- I, I I had the opportunity to watch a few scenes of that movie recently and I'd forgotten how much she was drinking. Like she just like yes. opens a bottle of vodka. Pop just- off. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, here we're gonna have to eat this alone. Your Uncle Joey didn't make bail again. Yeah, totally. So it was just so much fun. And Andy and I just kept looking at each other being like, this kid has no clue how lucky he is. I mean, for a million reasons. But this was just like, he's sitting in a drive-in movie with all the candy he could ever want. They're giving away free slices of pizza. He has three DeLoreans behind him. I mean, our minds would have exploded. But he's just like, it's another night living in LA. Yeah, and it's a real testament to that movie that I assume the the kid likes the movie even though how many references can he honestly understand like i, I imagine zero uh, you know of, of the actual references yeah. but it's such a well-made story that it, yes. it, it, it transcends all those 
Absolutely. And it's I'm so glad you said that, because I'll end by saying this made me think so much of my dad because he would have said this. But this is also a you comment. So it's perfect that you mentioned that, because at one point afterwards, I was thinking that I go, you know, because they have a big scene going, oh, this Honeymooners, it's a classic. It's yeah. a rerun. And the kid goes, what's a rerun? Yeah. And I go to my that... son, I go, go do you know, do you know what a rerun is? And he goes, no. And I go, you don't know what a rerun is for a completely different reason. Yeah, that joke has now eclipsed itself. It's that really messed with my head because yeah. I was like, I go, OK, when we were kids, you know, you, you could watch it whenever it came back on. He's like, what do you mean when it came back on? I, and then we have to do the whole dance all over. We didn't have right. internet. We didn't have stream. It doesn't exist. Oh, my God. So yeah. it was so funny to think that the kid in the movie and my seven-year-old stepson in 2023 both don't know what a rerun is. For different reasons. Exactly. It really, like, it really kind of hit me at, at that moment. I think so, that's... Um... That's uh, Wayne uh, from uh, The Wonder Years, who actually exactly. says the, like, the line, what's a yep. rerun? You Two TVs, you must be rich. <laughs> no yeah. one has two TVs. <laughs> He's just teasing. <laughs> so anyway, that was my sort of crazy week. Thank you for indulging me. Please. That was a, that was a hell of a week. Um, yeah. Should we wrap it up with uh, an exciting announcement? Another one? This is this is uh, different, but and it, I, I I'll I'll step on it myself by saying I've already announced this on Instagram, but uh, this is new to you and maybe new to uh, the audience. I was asked uh, a few. Uh, I guess we're working on this now for a few, couple of months. Um, I was asked to be the keynote speaker at the uh, American Brain Tumor Association's uh, national conference uh, in September in Chicago, and of course I said yes. And they I they, I think they don't have a good understanding of who I am because sure. they were, they were so shocked that they, they were, they expressed genuine surprise and shock uh, that I responded so quickly and said, yes, I was like, of course. Yeah. I'd be, yeah. I'd be foolish not to. Where did they um, think you had to be? Yeah, exactly. Like, what do you think I have to do? So, uh, yeah, this is the first year they're wow. doing it in person after two, I think, two or three virtual years because of COVID. Obviously, you know, brain tumor patients probably shouldn't be mingling during sure. a, a global sure. pandemic. Sure. And so, uh, yeah, they're getting back together. This is the 50th anniversary of the organization, and so they, I, I'm, I'm very honored that they, they even thought to ask. This is huge. So you're literally going to be in front of God knows a sea of humanity and what telling your story. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to mold it obviously, you know, to um, it's interesting. I, it is interesting because a lot of people both in the organization and otherwise are like, yeah, you know, just tell your story and blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, but everyone here has a story. You know what I mean? Like right. it's 400, it's four, it's 400 people in person. Good God point. knows how many streaming live. Um, it'll be streamed live by the way. Uh, and um, yeah, they've all got a story, you know, I don't, I don't see mine as very remarkable. That's interesting because you are so accustomed to being sort of uh, an ambassador Right. To this issue for and educating people who don't understand it. This is completely different. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to my people. I'm preaching to the choir. Wow, that's really interesting. But I'm, either way, I'm excited. I'm honored. Uh, the uh, the biopsy that I'm going through uh, popped up obviously down after. Yeah, there's the announcement after uh, it was after I agreed to do it. But you know, I feel like I'll be recovered. You know, I think it's like five weeks beforehand. You know, I don't, I don't see that as being a huge hindrance. 
No, no, no. And if anyone will understand, it's these 400 people. <laughs> That's a really good point. So you're, this is, I assume this will be on September 9th, the second day of the conference. Uh, no, it's actually the first day. Keynote oh, you're kicks opening off. up. Yeah, I see yeah, yeah, kicks off the, the, the ceremonies. You're so September the, 8th, if you're in the Chicago area and you have a, uh, a fondness for brain tumors, <laughs> a hanger. Or, or if you're at home and you just kind of want to see what happens, I can't wait to stream this. Yeah, you can stream it. Which uh, well, the, the, the conference is free, by the way. So all you have to do is register and show up. That is incredible. My God. And thank you, by the way. You had two really huge announcements today. Thank you so much for doing them in that order. <laughs> sure. Because what a horrible way to leave. Yeah, seriously. This is an uh, exciting, positive note to, uh, to end on. I'm a little nervous, but at the same time, you know, I've, 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 uh, I've done versions of this, you know, so many times telling sure. a story or talking about, you know, brain tumors or whatever that uh, I imagine it'll be a pretty welcoming crowd. Two quick questions. Yeah? Will you show them some of like the sizzle reel from your documentary? Uh, so that actually that will, that is breaking news because, uh, yes, the, the idea I, that I floated to the, uh, ABTA powers the B, I was like, you know, I, by that time, I think I'll have, be able to have like a good, you know, trailer or something yeah. to show people. So yeah, then they're like, Oh my God, they're, they're just so uh, excited. Uh, you know, uh, I'm going to shoot, we're going to shoot some stuff there and it's going to hopefully be a nice ending to our project. And, Perfect. uh, it'll, yeah, it'll be a nice, uh, 360, as you say. Yeah, 360. This is amazing because we've kind of talked about this on and off the air, how, you know, a, a documentary, you know the vibe, you know sort of what you want it to be about, but you never really know where it's going, especially when you're shooting something in live time. And sure. you didn't know that you were going to be asked to do this. And I'm going to get choked up. Like, the, if this is sort of the conclusion to the documentary, you being a keynote, you couldn't have known that that no, was how. No, I mean, there's so much... the the. the I forget how we put it over on my show, The Film Vault, but we watched so many documentaries and the key, you know, the, the great, any great documentary, I'm not saying mine is, but I'm saying if I'm aspiring to be a great documentary, it has to have three things. It has to have access uh, to the subject, obviously, um, something else, and then luck. You have to have the good fortune of, oh, this thing happened that you didn't expect yeah. to happen, or you right. got, you know, this, this event, whatever. Um, and yeah, the fact that, my brain tumor recurrence uh, wasn't on the table uh, when I was initially doing this. And then this popped up and it's like, yeah, this is, this feels like a nice close to this chapter. Wow. That is, that is perfect. I yeah. I'm so happy for you for so many reasons, micro and macro, and we're just going to continue to follow along. And while you go through the big stuff, uh, I'll take care of the bullshit. That's perfect. Yeah, they they have a um they have like a professional film crew out there who would are going to document it anyway, oh, like for okay. their purposes, and they're going to let us you know have and use oh, the footage, perfect. and so we'll have a nice little uh, little bookend. That is such great news. I love that. I love that. Of course, you would never you know that would be insane to uh, leave that on the cutting room floor, as it were. So this is just this is perfection. This is fantastic. It's, it's, it's uh, what a mitzvah. Yeah, Bashert. It's, there you it's go. Bashert, as our people say, it's it's it, it's a strike of luck. Um, all right. Well, good. Let's let's leave before I say something insane, and then we have to bring the <laughs> mood back up again. Yeah, seriously. All right. Thanks, you guys, for uh, listening. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for interacting with the show. If you want to see uh, Gina's glamour shots, uh, you can. <laughs> I would recommend you go to uh, her Instagram at Gina yeah. Grad, my Instagram 
uh, at Paul Bryan. And before we leave, you want to uh, toss it over to uh, Alex and Ani? Oh, my sweet, sweet Alex and Ani. Yes, here we go. Jewelry is having a big moment right now. And with hundreds of products popping up in your feed every day, it can be hard to find a brand you trust. Alex and Ani has been creating meaningful jewelry for over 20 years, designing pieces that connect you with all of life's important moments. With an emphasis on value, there's truly something for everyone. You might be most familiar with their signature charm bangle. This bracelet literally created the category of meaningful jewelry and had you stacking charms from your wrist to your elbow. This piece is an icon for a reason. Completely size inclusive, each bracelet is adorned with a symbol designed to tell your story and express your unique style. Beyond the bangle, you'll find stylish, affordable jewelry for every occasion, from classic pieces to bold statement looks. Don't know where to start? Alex and Ani makes it easy to unpack the trends you're after and sprinkle in your personality too. Each piece comes with a personalized message and meaning, truly making it the perfect gift. You can take comfort in knowing that you're shopping with a socially conscious brand as well. To date, Alex and Ani has donated over $60 million to nonprofits worldwide, connecting fashion and philanthropy in an easy, fun, affordable way. Visit alexandani.com right now to discover the confidence that comes with a perfectly accessorized piece of jewelry. Right now, Alex and Ani is offering our audience 20% off with code MIDAS at checkout. Again, head to alexandani.com. That's A-L-E-X-A-N-D-A-N-I.com and use code MIDAS at checkout for 20% off your order. All right, fantastic. Thanks, Alex and Ani, for being a part of the show. Thank you for being a part of the show. I'm talking to you, the listener. I'm talking to you, Gene DeGrad. Thank you for Thank being you. a part of the show. Sure, and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, talking to you all uh, soon. See ya. Thank you for listening to The Brian and Gina Show. To get in touch with the hosts or buy their books, hit them up at, at @baldbrian and at Gina Grad on Twitter and Instagram or by email at podcasts at lamag.com. To get connected with LA Magazine, hit them up at, at @lamag on Twitter and Instagram. Talk soon.